We gotta give some love to one of the greatest sponsors ever, AdamandEve.com. Uh, yeah. Your one stop shop for everything sexy. Um, Adam and Eve is the number one trusted sor- source for adult toys. In business for almost 50 years now, they have 24-7 customer support, 90-day no-hassle returns, and discreet packaging. 20% of their profit goes to help fight the spread of HIV around the world, which is awesome. Oh, wow. Speaking of sex toys, you know what I realized? The only time a woman ever finds out her vibrator doesn't work anymore and it's breaking down is when she's in the mood. Uh, I'm not saying that it happened to me recently. I think you're kind of saying that. And I'm not saying that I used our code to get a new toy because I was pissed. I think you did use our code. (laughs) But if I were to have used the code... It would be at adamandeve.com, and the code is MOOD, M-O-O-D, for 50% off one item plus free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. Mm. So maybe I did get 50% off. Maybe. Maybe you were in the mood. Maybe. Yeah. I was maybe. Pissed. I kind of feel like you were. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Again, visit adamandeve.com and use the code MOOD for 50% off one item plus free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. You know what today's topic is, by the way, is what to splurge and save on. I feel like that's worth a splurge yes. for yep. your splooge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Big Mood, everybody. I'm Nikki. <laughs> That was oh good. God, that was good. Really good. I gotta give you that one. That was. That oh, one, thank you. That one was really good. I like that. I had some coffee. Splurge some on your coffee. Splooge. Some splurge for your splooge. Yes. <laughs> this is uh, this is Tiff right next to me. Yep, I'm Tiff. And this is Gina, all alone. For all you new people, welcome. Happy New Year. Jess is not here. Yeah, Jess is this in February? I'm like, Happy New Year. Everyone's <laughs> like, We're over it. <laughs> Happy Chinese New Year. There Don't be go. ignorant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the year of the year of the? Oh shit! What is it? I just looked it up too, and I forgot the. Hold on, freaking... I gotta. Yeah, go ahead. I want. I kind of want to see what it is. Let I think see. it's. Uh, I'm gonna guess like a goat. Is it a goat? Mm-hmm. I hope I'm right. It is. Uh, what's the animal? Ox. Oh, oh it's a year of an ox. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so does that mean next year is a tiger? Is that is you? It? You is know it? the order? Well, wow. only because Steve's an ox and I'm a tiger and oh. I'm one year younger. That makes sense. Dragons are right before the snakes. That's how I remember it too. That's me too. Because mm-hmm. Casey's a dragon and I'm a snake. Mm-hmm. It's very important information, everybody. And now that we've covered the very important topic, let's get some, some stupid stuff. <laughs> Episode's over. We're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's go um, on a tangent. So now that we're in our thirties, all of us are deep in our thirties. Hey. Deep, deep in our thirties. Hey. Early. Uh, early. Yeah, we're early. all in our early thirties. Okay. But now that you're in here, mm-hmm. um, looking back on your twenties, <laughs> she's mad dog. <laughs> <laughs> we do a lot of uh, like videos of finance and mentioning investments and stuff, but we don't uh, talk about how important it is to have the capital saved up to do that. And you should be doing that as young as possible. So looking back on your 20s, what were some like stupid things that you spent money on that you wish you would have saved on? And looking back, what do you wish you would have actually spent money on? Right. Damn. I think for me, I wish I would have spent more money. (laughs) Or like, because I I didn't really splurge on anything. Oh, on quality? Oh, okay. I did have a kid too. You did have a kid. You splurged on a kid. Yeah, I splurged on a child because I did have him at 18. Mm -hmm. So poor poor money management, by the way. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> you? <laughs> oh, the child. Kid thing? Yeah. yeah money management. Yeah, it wasn't a good financial to, like, decision. Food and right. like, shelter for him. I know, and diapers mm-hmm. and stuff. You need to treat yourself. Decreases in value <laughs> by far. <laughs> actually, no, he's gaining in value. It's, a, it's, like, it's, it's like a like a 30 year investment until they actually start making money and take care of you. It's true. And yeah. then they, do they go back and actually take care of you? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Well, my 13 year old is doing a pretty good job. Well, that's good. Love him. Put that little guy to with work. With love. love. He's him. taking care of me with love. He pays you in love? Yeah, he does. How sweet. Cheap little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth more than gold to KT. This is true. This is true. This is true. You can't even buy it. It's true. <laughs> you can't even buy it. You can't even buy it. <laughs> Why can't you just believe or accept that I believe in science? <laughs> no. Fail. Don't okay. appropriate my culture. <laughs> I like that I got to do it. <laughs> I was talking to you too, girl. No, no, I am Latina on um, a cat food bag. Oh my god, you know what I learned recently? Um, what? So there's okay. So we've heard of um, hey, check it out. The higher the socks, the downer the fool, right? <laughs> Where'd you hear that? Oh, you guys have heard that? No. Okay, so when I stream, for some reason, we always go to that that East LA accent for no goddamn reason. Because there's this guy that so comes into my yeah, there's, there's this guy that comes into my stream, and his name is Foo. So when we see him, we're like, oh, check it out, fool. <laughs> you know what they say, the higher the socks, the downer the fool. But we also learned a new one. The the bigger the hoop earrings. The big, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. No, no, no. Oh. The bigger the hoop earrings, the bigger the cholo's feelings. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm glad they changed it. That's hey, very progressive I'm of I'm wearing them. my hoops today for this joke right here. I can see your butt. I see your butt. Oh, hey, was it nice? Yeah. It was okay. Don't look at just kidding. Whatever, puta. I feel like um, looking back, I would have want. I wish I'd put together an emergency fund mm. because uh, yes. so many people don't have an emergency fund. And I think that when you don't have that and there's going to be an emergency, you're going to have an emergency. That's when I, you get into trouble with credit card debt. Or at least for me, that's what it was. Like, I went through a breakup, and then I had to pay the full rent instead of, like, half the rent, Oof. like I was paying. Damn. And I just didn't I just didn't consider that that could ever happen. And if I think if I had an emergency fund, that would have been a good thing Definitely. To, to put together. I mean, you could totally just put, like, $5 away a week or yeah. something. Yeah. It piles up. It mm-hmm. adds up. I think uh, one Add. thing I regret was... Um, <laughs> you could pile. Yeah, true. <laughs> it works. The one thing I regret is I didn't need that nice apartment. It was oh. stupid. Like, Did you have a really nice apartment? It was yeah. like a cute like studio. I was paying fifteen hundred a month. Like wow. there's like no where in K Town. Oh yeah. Like I didn't need to. Do you, you have know? a doorman? Uh no. Not worth it in K Town then. Yeah, no. right. I don't know what the hell. I, I you need some security. I rushed. I rushed. Oh wait, we did have a doorman. Sorry, door security, but not okay. like the one at the front desk. Like oh, hold on. not like you know, uh, not one with a hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like the New York one. Concierge okay, yeah. 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 Uh, and it was just like, I, it's because I was like, I want to move out on my own, live in the city, you know, like I'm a big girl. So I got an apartment and like, you know, I furnished it and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this is so expensive. What am I blowing my money on? And this, this was also stupidly during the time where I was traveling a lot. Yeah. You were so never there. I was never there. Wow. Yeah. It was so dumb. I went from like, uh, living at home with my family for like $400 a month. To $1,500. And I'm just like, this is the dumbest decision ever. And now, like, I'm back with roommates. Like, I make even more money now than I did then, but I'm sticking with roommates. But you learned. Yeah, I yeah. learned. Mm-hmm. And then so I'm like, I'm just going to fucking do this. Because, like, we got it. We, the amount that we pay, we get, like, a whole house. And it's yeah. awesome. Um, I Bart think and Gio used to bone in that room so I get to <laughs> smell it all. Uh, so it, it was like a, it was n- I nice think you're doing scene. it right. Yeah. If I was single, 
um, and not like in a super serious relationship, I I would 100% save my money and have roommates. Right? It's really smart. And like, yeah, Yeah. pile pile up that money. Yeah, pile it up. For investments and stuff. And then I see, I have a few friends now who are like around like that age where I got my apartment, like 24, 25. They're like, oh yeah, we actually want to get like this really nice high rise apartment like in downtown. And I was just like, no, don't do it. Yeah. Because they're going to be paying like, 1900 bucks a month each i think when you're in your 20s sometimes you can get caught up in the image of it all yeah Yeah. and like the idealized version of like what you want to be as an adult right and you haven't like done the baby steps to get there yet and then you just get in hot water and and it happens to everybody that whole like downtown living it's such a 20s dream and i never lived out my 20s dream of having a downtown like high-rise apartment but I wish I did. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, I don't regret not having it. But if I could have, I wish I would have done it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But because it's one of those like life experiences that you're like, oh, cool, I got that out of my system. Now I can move on. Right. Yeah, I, that is I true. Didn't get that right. I still kind of, of feel that pull now, because then now I'm just like, oh, I can really afford like this. You know, like I can get a nice one, and I can do like oh, Sex in the City. Look at my view. Yeah, drink wine, all that. But okay, wait. Can I pitch you? Huh? Because you're in your 30s now, and I feel like you kind of can for your um for yourself. But I'd rather buy a house. If what if you didn't buy a whole or like rent a whole like huge high rise, but mm-hmm. just like a little studio, but it's really nice. Yeah. But a little studio, and it's a business expense because you're taking all your pictures there. And you like that's like your social media studio to like smart. take you all smart. your yeah. smart. <laughs> Thank you. I just I don't know. It's like I because right now nothing beats what I'm what I'm living. That's true. Uh-huh. You know, like nothing beats the deal what you I got have now. is pretty great. Yeah, it's like you're practically living at home with your parents. Exactly. Like that's how financially smart that is. Yeah. <laughs> so and like now I'm just like telling my friends like don't do it, man. Don't do it. Yeah. But I do feel Warn the pull. Them. But now I'm more towards like I'd rather just buy a house or a condo on my own. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. I think that if I think you're that's so doable for you that like it would be dumb for you to blow it right now on exactly. a on a studio. But if you were to make sure it's a business expense. True. Um, I feel like I read so many like financial books before I hit my 20s that I did make sure that all of my big spends were business expenses, which was great. I think that good job 20s Nikki. But I did take um a poll on Instagram, but you could follow me at Nikki Lima or you could follow our page at Big Mood Girls mm-hmm. or any of our individual pages. But I originally did it because I wasn't sure if I was going to do a Shit They Don't Tell You episode on it. And I was just curious because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to know if my feelings were reflected and they kind of were. So mm-hmm. the top things that I think I would go back and spend money on that aren't business expenses are exercise and grooming. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to spend a lot of money, but put time into like your health like your physical taking care of that your titties that was a great business expense there you go (laughs) never regret these babies ever (laughs) as a model that's an investment Mm -hmm, i could see that Mm -hmm. i could see that Mm -hmm. um but yeah like because your muscles atrophy over time no matter what like even if you're working out or not working out you're gonna have muscle loss so what you're doing by investing in um exercise or workout classes or whatever is you're preserving that muscle loss at That's least. That's true. And skincare stuff too. Yeah, skincare. Like sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was like early 20s, I always heard like you should wear sunscreen every single day. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And uh, I'm 31. I really thought I just started. 
I I really Shame thought until I was 28. 28 is when I started. I really thought if you had a darker complexion, you didn't really need sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought that. I yeah. started at 24 and I still regret not starting sooner. So yeah. for those of you out there, sunscreen every day. There's specific sunscreens. There's always excuses like, oh, it leaves like this white stuff in my face. No, there's sunscreens that don't do that. They're specifically for your face. If you have darker skin, you still need to use it. Even if it's not sunny outside, you still need to use it. I put sunscreen on at home. And a lot of Asian people do because the light that comes through the windows, the blue light that comes through your computer and stuff is still bad for your skin. So sunscreen. Um, Supergoop has unseen sunscreen and you cannot see it. Like it does not leave a white residue. It's sticky? It's, no, it's really good for under your makeup. It's matte. It's it's very, Ooh. it's perfect. I have that, that Biore one yeah. from Japan. Yeah. yeah, someone recommended it to me in a video yeah. a long time ago and I use that. It's really good. That's what I use. Mm-hmm. Okay, therapy. Oh Mental God, I wish care? I did that. <laughs> Holy balls. Yes, splurge on that. And good therapy. Because I did actually try to see a therapist in my early 20s when I really needed it the most, but I couldn't afford that much. So I went through my insurance mm. and it, he, I think he did more damage to oh, me no. than, uh, yeah, than if I didn't go. Well, he basically, so like I had gone there because I felt like, I feel like I was going crazy because we talked in a previous episode about gaslighting mm-hmm. and I was being gaslit a lot and I didn't know that term yet. So I, I just said lying, like my boyfriend keeps lying to me and saying I'm doing things I'm not doing and like oh. he's lying and the therapist was like, well, everybody lies. You lie. Oh, geez. You probably lie. And I'm like... That's what he says to me. Like, oh, and no. so then I just I, so now your I really gaslighting you. <laughs> I really thought I was Jeez. actually crazy, and it did quite a bit of damage. Oh, no. But anyway, I so I would have invested in like a good therapist mm-hmm. if I if I had to splurge on something. Right. Yeah. Also, like good. Um, I mean, it has nothing to do with therapy, but just something that I thought of that I wish I would have spent more money on in my early 20s was quality pieces of like staple pieces of clothing that mm-hmm. will actually like last mm-hmm. and or like jackets like legit jackets or actual nice sturdy shoes because I am so cheap when it comes to spending anything on on my wardrobe like I don't want to spend more than like $25 on a shirt or something like I'm just really 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 conservative with that but I actually realized Especially in my 20s, like I spent way more money on replacing cheap clothes. Yeah, because I constantly had to keep replacing them than if I would have just invested in quality stuff. Like still to this day, I want to I still want to do that because I still haven't done it. But yeah, like even just looking into what to invest in, like that's something I want to educate myself more on. But that's something I wish I would have done even sooner because then I could have just already been having my wardrobe on yeah, point. you actually, I feel like, have the opposite problem that most people in their 20s have where they're spending way too much on clothes. Yeah. But having those staple pieces, mm-hmm. I think, is really the key. Is like, yeah, yeah, splurge on jeans, like a good pair of jeans. Splurge on, like, a nice jacket. Stuff that you can go to a job interview with or a nice date. Like, one nice dress. Yeah, you know, I think I know how I linked it to the therapy stuff. Because when I... When I was like in like latish 20s, that was the first time I actually spent money on my wardrobe. And like I, I bought like a whole bunch of stuff. I went to Zara and I bought so many things. And once I started wearing those outfits from that that uh, that buy, like that shopping spree thing that I did, 
I started feeling so much better about myself just mentally because I had always felt like, oh, this is not money I need to spend on myself. Like I need to worry about other more important stuff, which is true. I definitely needed to do that. But once I took the time and and effort to actually look into my own and like investing in myself and making myself feel better. Yeah. Like that made a big difference for like me. You, before you were kind of almost subconsciously telling yourself you're not important enough yeah. to spend this much money I think on. that's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's a great breakthrough. True. Mattress. Yes. That's definitely on my list. Mattress. I used to have such a shit mattress and I really think it really messed up my back like yes. in the long run too. Oof. And a pillow. A good and pillow. A good pillow. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean like that's where your body needs it the most. Mm-hmm. So a good mattress for sure. Also your sleep is so important um, and, and an undisturbed sleep cycle right. where you're because your body is basically like a computer and if it doesn't get a decent night's rest it's like it's like you never turn off your computer mm-hmm. and it's just slowly degrading and uh, pretty true. soon it freezes and you don't know why, what's wrong with your body because you just never gave it the rest it needed. It needs to like shut down all your systems, like your digestive system and it just resets everything. Mm-hmm. But if you're getting interrupted all the time by your poor sleep or like the spring that keeps jabbing into your back Ooh, or whatever. The futon you're sleeping on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, then you're you're not actually allowing your body to get rest. Mm-hmm. I actually have a problem right now because I have a lot of cats. And they <laughs> all sleep not, with you? Well, two of them do. And one is a kitten that um, continuously, he doesn't understand why cats go to sleep at night like he's mm, asleep all through the day and then he's awake all through the night Aww. and so he is jumping like between the cracks and like trying to like play with everybody while we're sleeping so yeah um i have a really great mattress didn't didn't uh <laughs> didn't realize that the cat could throw that off yeah. but um get yourself a really quality cat you know <laughs> invest in that yeah yeah the ones that sleep you know yeah, the older ones um they say that uh a short amount of good sleep is better than a long amount of constantly disturbed yeah. disrupted sleep which is really true that's so true yeah, the mm-hmm. run cycle yeah yeah i also have um on here education you were talking about like mm-hmm. how you want to invest but you don't know what to invest in yeah. even just taking like a workshop or even just uh books like mm-hmm. um different books on a subject you want to learn if you're just constantly upgrading your skills or um learning new things learning new trades learning whatever Um, Whether you're taking like a class or you're taking a weekend workshop or you're just um, reading a book, like you're sharpening something that's going to bring value to your life. So Mm -hmm. it is an investment in yourself to put it into education. That's so true. Because like, yeah, more recently is when I started reading books, but I wish this was something that I created a habit out of myself, like even in school, because I fucking hated reading in school. It was like the worst assignment you could possibly give me is to read a book like I fucking hated reading (laughs) and then especially my 20s like I was too busy with work and raising my kid to even worry about that but now in my 30s like now I actually have free time and I'm like you know what is all this reading stuff about and I'm learning so many cool things I'm like fuck right I should have been doing this a long time ago I didn't know I liked reading either because um I realized I I really only like reading nonfiction books and I hated books in school because they were like the reading list is, you know, novels, which is great. It's nice to know stories and like they all have themes and it's good to get theory and all that stuff. But like I didn't feel like I didn't know you could learn from books. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they were just for stories. Me too. (laughs) We're dumb. You can learn from books. (laughs) 
Gina. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Loud and clear. <laughs> Gina Ekalupa. <laughs> Dude, I even got a Kindle. That's how much I love reading now. Yay, we good. love reading. Yay. Yeah, they're educated. <laughs> um. Yeah, so education. And then this is one that was listed in the Instagram poll. Like a lot of people that are now in their 30s looking back wish they would have splurged on travel. Oh, and that's I what I was going to say. Yeah, agree. Sure. I think you should see the world. Like, I think that's totally something worth spending money on. But I also think you can travel on a budget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that in my 20s. I thought you had to spend like tons of money if you wanted to travel at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what else you don't have to spend a lot of money on? Your clothes? Your clothes, right? Oh, me. Yeah. I don't have to spend a lot of money on my clothes. There she is. <laughs> is that first person? There she is. Great. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That was a callback to early. I don't know if it's included. Um, okay, so Stitch Fix. If you wish that you uh, could have a new wardrobe like Tiff did, um, mm-hmm. but you don't want to spend a lot of money, and you don't, you want a stylist to pick out clothes for you, but you also don't want to spend money on that, Stitch Fix is great for you because it's a subscription that you can actually pause or start at any time. You don't have to have it on a monthly basis, but you can if you want to. And what you do is you go online, you take a test. They'll show you a bunch of pictures. You say which ones you like and which ones you don't like. And from that, a stylist can gather what your personal style is. And then they will send you a box curated just for you with all kinds of clothes, accessories, what have yous. I think you could even pick out, I think I picked out like little basics like a camisole top and Mm -hmm. things like that too. So they have a lot of jewelry too. Yeah, they have tons accessories jewelry all that stuff um there's no subscription required but you can have one if you want you but you pay twenty dollars for a styling fee for each box but that gets credited towards the pieces you keep so it's basically free if you buy a shirt you didn't pay a styling fee and there are no hidden fees ever stitch fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women men and kids and they ship all over the u.s and available in the uk as well mate Get started today at stitchfix.com slash mood and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash mood for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash mood. 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 Now you don't want to get any poop on your pants, do you? I never nope. do. Especially on your new clothes. No. Poop on their pants, right? Listen, well. ever since we went to Japan... Everyone has been obsessed with getting a yep. bidet. We all have bidets now. And mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't have a bidet, then gross. I don't want to hang out with you. You have a mud butt. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys don't want mud butt, this is where Hello Tissue comes in because Hello Tissue will spray your butthole with water. And we love that. We like things all in and around our buttholes. Buttholes love water. Mm-hmm. Buttholes love they water. They like to be clean. The new Hello Tissue 3.0 has a new feature where it cleans itself before and after you use it. It has a smart spray. It's called the Smart Spray, which automatically cleans itself. Uh, it attaches to your existing toilet. It requires no electricity or additional plumbing. So even an idiot like me can attach it. That's what I love about this, yeah. actually, because I thought you had to have an, um, an outlet next yeah. to your toilet in order to have a bidet. And I was getting very sad. You didn't uh, have one. And yeah, and then this and I'm like, oh, you don't even need it. Yeah, it no hooks up to the thing that's already on your toilet. Mm-hmm. And it also cuts toilet paper use by 80 and you know during this whole quarantine thing their paper oh yeah were people were crazy mm-hmm. yeah because uh, I don't know about you but ever since I got a bidet every poop wipe is a one wipe poop mm-hmm. yep, just one because your butt butt gets cleaned already and you just gotta dry it so the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in just a few months now that it saves you 80% of paper use. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. 
Wow. Mm. I just judge people who don't have bidets now. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, especially since it's so affordable. It exactly. is. It's so like yeah. $70 a, a, a compared to like the hundreds and hundreds of dollars that bidets normally cost. Mm-hmm. For the rump you love to hump this Valentine's Day, give the gift of Hello Tushy. Because you want your significant other's rump to be clean when you hump it. <laughs> what? Right? That's right. Go to hellotissue.com slash bigmood to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners. Go to hellotissue.com slash bigmood for 10% off. Once again, that's hellotissue.com slash bigmood for 10% off for the rump that you love to hump. It's like the vitamin of Benjamin. Well, Gina's like, yeah, she's going to live in a high-rise apartment. (laughs) Gina's like, for the rump you like to hump. Oh, Gina. We love you, Gina. That was great. That was a great. This is what my life is. Also, I love that bidet. It's just pretty hilarious. Yeah, Um, They're actually, they've got a great sense of humor. I wear the shirt they sent all the time, and everybody loves it. It's a shirt that says, ask me about my butthole. Yeah. I love their company. It looks like a fun place to work. Like, their marketing, te- marketing team is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so, um, we oh, were talking traveling. about travel. Yeah. Mm. I, I, um, so the first time I ever made, like, good money was when I was, like, 26. And that's when I, remember when I was gone Same. forever? Yeah. And I was in Japan, like, six times a year. That's because I was like, dude, fuck it. I'm blowing it all. And I'm, well, I didn't plan on blowing it all, but... I spent a lot of money traveling and I splurged. I'm like, you know, I'm in another country. I'm going to get myself a nice hotel room. I'm going to do this and that. And I don't regret it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, in fact, I wish I spent even more money for more countries and stuff. Yeah. Um, because I remember the first time I left the country, I went to Taiwan for a month. And it kind of like opened up my eyes when I went from the airport to the city because you go from the airport and you drive through like the very, very rural areas of Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And like it's it's really sad. And then you go to like the glitz and glamour city where like 19 year olds are driving Bentleys. And I'm just like, holy wow, shit, like this really wow. it hit me to my core. And like I remember messaging my boyfriend at the time like, I don't know why, but I'm really depressed because like I see like shacks boarded up like shacks where people live. And then like these fuckers you know the class structure is very in your face yeah and that kind of like really hit home and like really hit me hard and made me feel some type of way about it and i remember my ex saying i'm really glad you're feeling that because you know when when you travel your mind opens up a lot more and i'm really glad that you're feeling that yeah the cultural the cultural experiences Mm -hmm. are something that you just can't learn in a book Mm -hmm. you can't learn that you can read all those books you can't get the same experience and that's why i'm so like so so grateful that i've been able to do that too and also bring isaac along to so many of these trips because him growing up and getting to see all these different walks of life like I am hoping that when he gets older, he can appreciate it. And I'm pretty sure, like, even if he realizes or not, he's definitely absorbed a lot. Right. Like, yeah, it's it, really it really important. opened my eyes up, too, because I didn't get to leave the U.S. until I think I was like 27. Um, and even then, the first places that we went were just Europe. So it was very like everything's kind of the same, same like city. I mean, not not that Europe's all the same. It has a very rich history, but the like the class structure like mm. is pretty similar. Um, like London looks exactly like New York. Um, 
But then later we um it wasn't till like thirties that I like traveled to like Bali and Vietnam and like you see like a completely different culture and I I just um I just before I used to see travel as being like you're going to the beach or you're going to the city. Mm. I didn't see it as like each place has such a different, unique feeling to yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Until um I went to all these places and with each feeling it like almost like deepens your life like it mm-hmm. de- it deepens yeah. a part of you that uh, you can never go back to the surface level that you were at before that's true it's very enriching it's good yeah. for your soul it's good for your heart um shit for some people it might even make you less racist <laughs> true you know because yeah. a lot of people like in middle america have never seen any other race has never um experienced any other culture mm-hmm. you know and and I, I, I uh, this is kind of like a, a strange example, but I remember I went to um, Taiwan for a month and I was with a girl who never really traveled and we took her to a gorgeous Buddhist temple. Like it, it was like during a festival ceremony, whatever. And she was very like, she, 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 she was kind of like crazy. I don't remember if it was like Catholic or Christian or not. And she was just like, oh, this is just so disgusting. Like, I just don't feel comfortable here. And I'm like, dude, get the fuck out really? of your backyard more. Like, wow. this is like this is rude. You're in someone else's house. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You respect their culture. I'm not telling you to worship their deities yeah, and exactly. their gods yeah. and stuff. But have some respect You're as visiting. they would for you, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it, in some cases, it might make someone a more uh, open-minded, accepting person and it educates them more and makes them want to learn more about other cultures. Yeah, usually yeah. when people are uh, racist or sexist or whatever, it's they're, they're homophobic. They're coming from a place of fear, something they don't mm-hmm. understand. And so, yeah, traveling and seeing different cultures, it, when it's there and they're in it, hopefully they can get a better understanding right. of what uh, how different people live and then it's not something to be feared anymore mm-hmm. yeah or the bullshit that they hear in their circle just yeah exactly no one really knows like they no actually one, get to experience something different mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. so i wish i spent more even more money on that on traveling yeah mm-hmm. yeah when you travel like not being like cheap and like okay well we can only like stay at the hotel right you know like definitely Right. Spl- splurging on life experiences is always worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think for sure. But be safe. Be yeah. safe. Don't be dumb. Yeah, don't be dumb. <laughs> don't um, rack up like credit card debt that you that might fuck you up. Or like go yeah. to certain places that are or da- dangerous. Than, yeah, exactly. You know, alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like those group tours are a good. Like, there's even this uh, one group tour that specializes. Like their their whole company is only for twenties. Like people in their twenties oh, or um, college, Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. There are so, so much boning going on. I used Probably. to serve them because um, yeah. they, the Australian one, would come and visit oh. Santa Barbara, and I worked at a restaurant. Then they would, it would get flooded with Australians, and then uh, I was like a banquet server. So oh, they, we had like, oh, Kentucky night is this night, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like, there's so many options for young people on a budget to still travel and see the world and be safe. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay. So moving on to like things that you would save on, the top things that came in from Instagram were uh, cars. Nice cars. Don't fucking do it. Don't buy a new car or lease a a new car. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You just, okay. I get the thrill. 
because you it, it's cool, right? But then it wears off in like a day or yeah. two, or like a week maybe. Like, and then you realize no one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like no one cares. Now you're stuck with this big payment. And unless, I mean, if you can, if you're loaded and you're also really passionate about cars, that makes sense. But if mm. you're just getting one because you're like, oh, I'm making a bit more money, so let me increase my spending. Don't do that. Don't. The biggest mistake people make is like when they make a little bit more money, they immediately maxima, yeah, max they out their it. spending. And it's just not worth it because yeah. that money could be growing. Yep. That's so true. living such a better life later. I just, I see so many like in their 20s, like, dude, you, you just have like a regular day job at fucking Forever 21. Why are you driving a BMW? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I'm 31 years old. I can afford a nice car. I still stick to my like my Honda Civic. Mm-hmm. Well, Honda Civic's actually something that I would say spend your money on that yeah. because yeah. those cars last a long ass that time. The car I bought in my twenties. Yeah, yeah. I drive a Honda Civic, Honda Club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, can I get a nicer car? Yes, but cars depreciate in value immediately. If you buy a new car, it depreciates five thousand yeah. dollars as soon as you drive it off the lot. Yeah, five thousand dollars immediately, just like that, just for driving off a lot can't bring it back if you brought it back they it's five thousand dollars less right and it like and honestly when it boils down to it when it really 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 boils down to it unless you're like unless you're like super into cars then i get it but when it really boils down to it you're really doing it just to try to impress other people yeah that's fucking sad stop it people that you probably don't even like yeah (laughs) true in your 20s you're all you're all about trying to fit in yeah and trying to impress others exactly heavily. no one's ever been like gina what the fuck why are you driving civic like no one gives a shit no it's spend a- money on having a quality good car that mm-hmm. can drive you from a to b and not break down mm-hmm. but after that like no not like you don't need something flashy so, you really yeah. just don't i i know like attorneys that still drive shitbox cars you know <laughs> because it's like people who make money understand like this is a waste most millionaires like, out of control most millionaires i know are really good at yeah. saving money like they're really good at not increasing their debt on stupid things mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. it's only I like i really think it, it just it, it also it's around your own values too like what brings value to your own life yeah because like for example when i was in my 20s and like i had a really shitty rundown car that I bought for like $1,200 and that was like my first car. And uh, I like I had it for a short amount of time and then I crashed it. And then that's when I went. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But it kind of was a little bit, but it wasn't. (laughs) But um, but yeah, so then it was totaled. Like I couldn't fix that car. And so I ended up buying a car, a brand new car. And I went to the dealership and I got this Honda Civic and it was a 2010 Honda Civic. And I was just like, yay, brand new car. But I didn't negotiate for shit Ah. at all. And I totally wish I would have educated myself a little bit. I even took my friend and her mom because they swore that they were great at negotiating. Women. They didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, once again. God damn it, Gina. I'm going to get canceled so hard. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, like they didn't say shit. And so like, um, and then I didn't know anything either. So whatever, I ended up um, buying like a really expensive Honda Civic. Right. And, and yeah, and so like that, I had that car for I, almost nine years and it lasted me a really long time it was great and then the next car I got which is the car I currently have is a Tesla and yeah it's really expensive it's it's um it's a debt I don't necessarily need to have 
but it adds so much value to to my personal life where like i now am happy to be in a car and get to from point a to point b when mm -hmm. in the past i dreaded it like oh, it was it was the worst like i always had like i was always so grumpy in my car because it was always giving me issues like it was a good car but like it wouldn't accelerate when i needed to or whatever right. and like i there was just little things that drove me crazy and so not until i upgraded my driving experience and now I, I feel calmer and I feel like it added a lot of value to my personal mm -hmm. life. So it really not saying that you should go out and buy a Tesla, but it's I think it, it it's where your values lie. Right. Yeah. So that goes into like that reminds me of when I was living at home with my family. Yeah, rent was four hundred a month, but I was miserable. Yeah. Like I was fucking miserable not because of anything they did but like the place barely got any sunlight like it was just like kind of old or whatever you know and i was this sucks but i'm saving money yeah you know? so it really like it it depends on what you deem most valuable in your life and exactly. if it helps you that in your comes life with quality. knowing yourself yeah right i i've learned through and i didn't know why before but um now i know for a fact i'm such a big environment person yeah. i need my environment to be bright and light inspiring mm -hmm airy right. um aesthetically pleasing but i don't have to spend a lot of money on it mm -hmm. i just needed it to be nicer and i needed it to be my own space right. so yeah living with my parents was not fun because i felt like i couldn't really make the decisions mm -hmm. and i kind of creatively need to be in control of like what the space looks like mm -hmm. um and when we first moved from our two-bedroom apartment which had a lot of space and it was a really good deal and it was a really good part of town like the location was like impeccable it was one of the like highest rated neighborhoods in LA um to walk in it was where the Brady Bunch house was um and so it was a really good area but it was dark as shit like oh. you could not keep plants in there you could not keep flowers in there like it and the carpet was disgusting mm -hmm. it like had hadn't been replaced in years um and so it just like we were saving money. We were in a nice location. I thought it was a good deal. Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of space for the value, but I just wasn't inspired and I found myself really depressed and then mm -hmm. not creatively uh, able to do it. Like we're, we work in a creative field. And so creatively I need to be there. Right. And I just felt myself just like kind of dying inside. Right, yeah. And even though our place now cost like a, a bit more a month, um, so much better and yeah, I've gotten yeah. way more jobs and stuff just because I'm so much more creatively fulfilled because mm -hmm. of the env environment so yeah, yeah. don't uh, that, that's one thing um save your money but don't be frugal at the expense of your mental health yeah yes. that's the yeah. main thing that I was trying to get out with this mm -hmm. whole car thing that's exactly yeah it. that's what it is that's yeah. why yeah. um when Jess is here and I think that's why I was like unless you're passionate about cars and like that's your thing yeah. and it's not taking a huge chunk of your mm -hmm. right uh income yeah it's not irresponsible um, yeah exactly because Jess is very into luxury cars mm -hmm. and that's she has a BMW and for her like that's worth it. For mm -hmm. me, I'm like, I can't tell the difference between a BMW or a Honda when I'm driving it. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, that's a car. Yeah. Like, I like cars, but I'm also a very, like, point A to point B person. Yeah. It has AC heater. It's nice and, you know, it's music and everything. It's fun. Like, my GPS or my phone can hook up to it. I'm fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas, like, house stuff, I'm like, <gasps> I just gush over. Mm -hmm. But even there, I'm like, a couple staple items. Like, having good quality staple items that are aesthetically pleasing and and you don't have to replace that often yeah and then you can replace the decor around it either through diys or like thrift stores or estate sales or cheap you know you can yeah. you can be frugal there and still right. change up the look and have it look nice 
Um, so this is actually a very interesting thing I wanted to bring up. I'm a firm believer in time is money. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that money can be made. If you lose money, you can always make it back again, but you can never make back time. Yes. Right? Yeah. So my thing is, if I can pay someone to do something that I hate for me, mm-hmm. just so I can have my time to do something I actually enjoy, I will 100% do that. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I did not get that until recently, like probably when I hit my 30s, um, but a, a, a house cleaner. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. I used to think that was just for rich people, but they're really not that expensive. No. And they, if you have one come in like once every two weeks even to just do the cleaning part, like mm-hmm. I can kind of keep things tidy on my own, but I am so bad at cleaning. I don't know how to do it. I feel like I spent hours doing it and it still doesn't look all the way clean. Yeah. Why not have a professional come in? They do it in an hour and yeah. they're yeah. really good at their job. It's, it's a really, really like it, that expense totally brings you so much time and also like relaxation mental you're space not, exactly oh, yeah. you don't have to stress out about that i have ours come every three weeks same oh nice so mm-hmm. and then like yeah like you could space it out too and if you're able to like at least maintain like the upkeep a little bit in between time then you can save money by like spreading them out too yeah. you know what helped me save money a pandemic Oh. <laughs> I haven't been able to have a house cleaner in my house for so long <laughs> now, and no one noticed because <laughs> they're not there. No one's there. <laughs> um, um, that's how I feel too. Because you know what else you should take care of though first is your hair, Gina. Yeah, that's right. How's your hair doing? Splurge on your hair. Yep. Um, my hair is doing pretty great. I don't know if you can, if you're watching on YouTube, maybe you can check out the shine. I just washed it this morning. Oh, um, great, dude, this pandemic got me washing my hair like once every week and a half or something. Right. <laughs> Save money there too. Yes. Actually, the Function of Beauty, who's our sponsor right now, um, they, oh my god, they do a phenomenal job. I love them so much. But I, it's taken me like eight months to get through this shampoo and conditioner because one, I don't wash my hair that often, and two, it's just so such good quality mm-hmm. that I don't need to, and people don't notice. I just ordered another set. It's so I good. Just ran out. Like we got what, last year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what we're going to do is just like Stitch Fix, you're going to go online and they're going to ask you a bunch of questions about your hair. Like, what are your hair goals? Do you want less frizz? Do you want it to be more straight? Do you want more volume? What do you want your hair to be like? What is your ideal hair style? And then they have over, I think, like 400 different combinations, maybe more, that they can do uh, with their ingredients to create a 100% custom solution for you. And uh, and they also do it with conditioner. And then you can even pick the scent and the color or you can ask for no scent um, if that kind of irritates you or whatever. Um, And then you also get a custom bottle. So it has your name on it. It says function of limo on mine. Mm I just like it saying my last name because it it sounds more regal than than function of Nikki. (laughs) I really want to push the limit and see if they're they're willing to print anything that I'd say. Function? What would you have to say? Function of dumb bitch. (laughs) They probably would. That'd be great. Because how could they prove that's not your your name? (laughs) I call you dumb bitch all the time. Exactly. Maybe I identify as a dumb bitch. Yes. Exactly. I think they respect that. (laughs) You should do it. Yeah, I should. (laughs) I should have done it. And Function of Beauty now offers a new skincare line. It's the same quality and customization you expect, but now for your skincare routine. I so love they, the really lotion. lotions. Yeah. I got the I eucalyptus in it. So every time I put my lotion on, it's like minty. Mm. It's like a spa. Mm-hmm. I have great. the rose one. I eat you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again, okay? Go to functionofbeauty.com slash bigmood to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash bigmood to let them know we sent you and to get 20% off your order. Functionofbeauty.com slash bigmood. Big you know what, guys? Times are tough, and worrying about your student loan payments does doesn't make things any easier, especially because of this damn pandemic we're in. So that's where refinancing with Ernest could help. So Ernest offers low rate student loan refinancing and you can check and you can check your rate risk free in just two minutes. With Ernest, you get radically flexible payments and you can pick your loan term. By refinancing, you can reduce your loan term, save money, or combine multiple loans into one simple monthly payment. And if you have questions, you can even talk to a real life human at Ernest for help. Isn't it time you stop feeling overwhelmed by your student debt? Ernest is offering our listeners a $100 cash bonus. Refinance your student debt at earnest.com slash big mood. Terms and conditions apply. That's right. Ernest is giving our listeners a $100 bonus. Refinance your student loans at earnest.com slash big mood. Terms and, condi- terms and conditions apply. Once again, you get a $100 cash bonus. That's a lot of dollars. Visit- That's a lot of dollars. I was waiting for that. No. No. When you visit earnest.com slash big mood to refinance your student loan, not available in all states, terms and conditions apply. Visit earnest.com slash big mood for more details. Terms and conditions apply. Ernest student loan refinancing made by Ernest Operations, LLC, NMLS number 1204917, California financing law license number 6054788, 303nd Street Suite 401 North San Francisco, California 94107. Visit earnest.com slash licenses for a full list of licenses. The house cleaner thing is not only just like good for your house, but I went through like a... a really bad depressive episode where I had a a depression den. Couldn't walk through my room. I couldn't leave my bed and everything was just so messy. And I was just like, I don't want to deal with this. So my housekeepers, I love them so much. It's a team of three women. Um, I, you know, they, they came by one week and when I opened my front door, I was like, listen, I've been like really depressed. Can you guys just focus on my room? I just need a fresh start. And it was so worth the money. Like, they clean everything. They gave me a hug. They're like, Aww. you're going to do this. There's Aww. these three sweet Mexican ladies. They're obsessed with my cat. I told him his name was Ignacio, his middle name. They call him Nacho. <laughs> oh, Nacho from Nacho Libre. So whenever they see him, they're like, oh, Nachito. Like, it's the Aww. cutest fucking thing. And then, like, and like they hug me afterwards. They're like, we love you. And then, it's, it's like, it's, it's good for your mental health. So you're not, like, just clutter in the room clutters your mind too it really does and mm-hmm. so like having a house cleaner or, or or anything that helps you save time so you can use that time for something more productive or something that you are passionate about or happy about completely worth the money yeah, yeah. exactly unless you're a person that loves to clean yeah unless <laughs> then that that's what brings you joy the great somebody told me it was like oh so you're like 31 and you have to have someone clean for you like why don't you just work hard and do it yourself i'm like huh? i work hard so what? i can afford to exactly. pay people to do this. Are, are you kidding me you can't work That's hard so on everything you're gonna yeah. spread yourself so thin yeah yeah That's My, not working efficiently it's exactly working smartly. There, and also i'm just i just know i'm not good at it yeah. like and as much as i can work on that skill i'm just not gonna be as good as the house cleaner and the time it takes is not worth the investment exactly That's yeah so true 100%. Um, okay, so some people might be thinking, like, how do you have any extra income to buy any of these things? And that is something I wish I would have done more in my 20s. And I do it, I started pretty 
pretty young, like maybe like um, mid 20s doing this. But every quarter I do do a budget for our house and I budget out all of our expenditures on paper. I know where every dollar needs to go and then I know how much is left over. And what I used to do before when I felt like I had no extra spending money and I was like, how am I ever going to save or do anything? Um, I would pay myself 10% of my income and then have to figure out how to pay everything else because I firmly believe this. You should pay yourself first. You should, your the government gets your money. The bill pay, the, the bill people get your money. The, your landlord gets your money, but you never get your money even though you're, you're the one working. That's how a lot of people operate. Put that 10% away no matter what. And for me, at least, it motivated me to find more ways to make income, like to up my income stream, whether that's asking for a raise or finding a, a side hustle that brings in an extra income, whatever that was, at least I now had this padding because you need some sort of padding. You can't be relying on nothing going wrong. You need that for an emergency. Mm -hmm. So putting that 10% away, if you have debt, that 10% first goes to an emergency fund that's like $500 and then start putting that 10% towards paying off all your debt. Once all your debt is paid off, yeah. now that 10% goes into building your emergency fund bigger. Once you have about three months of savings saved up, then you can start using that 10% to do these extra spending things. Mm -hmm. But that's the order that I would go in. Um, that's true. And that's how I tackled that problem because I really got depressed thinking like I'm never going to make any extra money there's no such thing as disposable income like it's always going to be paycheck to paycheck but you have to force it you just have yeah. to find out where you can save or if you don't want to save on certain things like you're just not willing to like skimp the quality on things then find out how you can make more money right learn yeah. how to cook that's actually one of the ones I was going to say, yeah. too, because there's always ways where you can figure out within your budget where you can put money away that you don't have to spend. Right. That you can save. And cooking is one of them. Um, that's something that I wish in my 20s I would have done more. I mean, I did cook, but not as much as I probably should have. Mm -hmm. um, and also it's just a skill. It's like yeah, a good life absolutely. skill that I totally just don't even have anymore because my husband cooks, cooks yeah, for me. Yeah, luckily you made but, someone that can cook. <laughs> I know. I'm like so lucky. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, and then you can also save so much more money too and just buying groceries versus like Postmates and drive throughs oh. And it's also better for your health. But another thing that I was thinking of that I did in my 20s that I so regret and I know it's not just a 20s thing. Like people get sucked into this if you're just not very bright is like scams kind of stuff. Ah. So... And e or younger people are more easily susceptible to fall for these scams. And elderly. And elderly, yeah. elderly for Ugh, sure. If you scam the elderly, I hope you fucking die. I know. Die. I know. Just die. So I bought a a travel club points thing. Uh, let's just call it a timeshare, even though it's not technically a timeshare. But yeah, Casey and I, like we, we got into this thing because I was just so... I wanted to travel so bad. And this whole thing here is like where you buy a certain amount of points that you can put into depending on where you want to go. And it's just such a fucking scam. Like, don't fall for it. Are you stuck in it? Um, so there have been there have been resources out there that I should have looked into but I didn't. So I'm technically still in the, still in it. I paid it off. So it's like a, a certain amount of money. It's, like, it's kind of like buying a car. Like once you pay for it, like it's yours. But every year there's like a 
uh, membership fee. So I'm still paying that membership fee every year. Mm. And not once have I ever used it. Oh. Not once. Because the amount of points that I bought, it's like not even enough to make it a full vacation. Right. Like it's just, it's bullshit. It's just so dumb. And I think I was so young and like so excited and eager to travel and I, I thought this was such a good deal and I didn't really read the fine print. I didn't realize how the sales people were just so um what's the word? Like preying on us. Yeah. Um and yeah, like I I didn't take into consideration any of that stuff. See this is where I get upset with people calling people dumb for that because it's really um it's really a social class thing because I, I did the same thing and mm -hmm. it's it's not really fair because if you didn't grow up, if you like have goals of traveling, mm -hmm. let's say in your case, um, and you didn't have people in your family that could afford to go traveling all the time. Mm -hmm. So they didn't tell you how it's supposed to be done. And you're kind of trying to figure out for yourself, yeah. like how you can make it possible. Of course, you're going to like be like you don't know what information's correct and what's not yeah. and what's out there you know nothing about it and you don't have anyone to talk to so yeah you're gonna fall for scams mm -hmm. and if it sounds like a good deal if it sounds too good to be true it probably is yep. but um i think that that's just a learning experience because yeah. then as you actually eventually figure it out because you are dedicated to like figuring it out mm -hmm. right you're like oh shit I shouldn't have done that yeah. looking back, but now you can warn other people out there. Yeah. I did the same thing when I was getting into acting because I wanted to pursue acting, but that's not really a career that's that at least back then wasn't really encouraged for mm. um, you to go out and be an actor. Cause it's it like, secure. yeah, it wasn't secure and it's just like a pipe dream and like yeah. whatever. But I'm like, no, you know, people do this and people take it seriously. It's, it's a profession. Um, so I knew I could do it. I just didn't know exactly how. And mm -hmm. I did fall for one of those scams that was like, because I knew in reading all the books, I read all the books about it. Like, okay, here's all the steps. Here's how you do it step by step. And the next step on the page for me was um, to get an agent or to get like management. I had no idea how to do it. Yeah. No, like it's much easier now with the internet. But back then it was very tough. And so I Googled and whatever came up was um, one of those like, fly to Florida and you meet like 20 agents and you're in Ooh. this like show and like um they had Ashton Kutcher on there I was like look he came out of this showcase mm. or whatever so I was like oh shit Ashton Kutcher came out of that showcase yeah oh I signed me up and at that time it was so expensive for me it was like I think it was like a thousand dollars a month because I couldn't pay it all up front but it ended up being something like something like five thousand dollars and then the ceo fled because he was like tax evading wow and all that yeah he went bankrupt he, and all of that money just disappeared oh, wow. no way yeah and you paid it did you go i couldn't no there was no it was before oh. that mm -hmm. wow Jeez. yeah or there was never a florida thing there was because they had held it like in the past it was way overpriced mm. um and you had to pay for your own flight and hotel even on top of the Jeez. workshop fee but in my head I was like well this is what you have to do to like if I don't have an in to get yeah. representation then I just have to like make an investment in myself you know yeah. and looking back it's like oh I know how to get there now but I didn't know back then and that was just a learning experience and it sucks I definitely got preyed on definitely got taken advantage of 
But I wouldn't call it stupid because there was just nobody. I had no mentor. I had yeah, nobody in the industry I could talk to. I guess to. I shouldn't call it stupid. But, but so many people look yeah, at they, it and be like, look at you. You tried to go way. after your dreams and you got scammed. Same yeah. with traveling. Like, look, you tried to see the world and you got scammed. Actually, in your bubble. even like the therapy stuff too. Like there's a lot of cults that prey on oh, yeah. people looking yeah. for help. And people get sucked into these cults culty things so you gotta be careful about that too read reviews like do your homework but um, yeah just be careful do your research and learn from other people's mistakes oh yeah i remember i went to like one of those my friends like oh yeah it's like some meeting for some business thing or whatever i'm like all right yeah i'll come with you and i'll go check um, it out <laughs> a, a multi-level marketing yeah <laughs> and i i smelled bullshit because like it, during that meeting, they planted someone in the audience. Oh, shit. And, like, every time the speaker said something, this guy was just like, Woo! Yeah! I'm like, man, you would not make it in the acting world. You suck <laughs> at this. Like, I called him out immediately. Like, yeah, he was well, in my head, for you know, sure. I was like, all right, this is bullshit, you know? And then... um and then, uh, and then another friend of mine, he was like, yeah, there's this thing called Landmark, and it teaches you blah, 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 and, <laughs> you know, like, and then I hated it because, like, Landmark's like a life coaching bullshit or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you should take one of the classes. I was like, 17. And then I was like, okay, well, how much is the class? You're like, it's $500. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not going to pay. I'm 17. It's yeah. the same thing as religion where, like... Okay, it might work for some people. Yeah. And maybe some people are very helped by it. And mm -hmm. they like the feeling of a sense of community and structure and being part of something bigger than themselves. Plus, they're learning things that they never learned before. And, and it's great. And But then it's when they like really need to push it on other people yeah. that it's like, okay, you do you. Yeah. Do what mm -hmm. makes you happy. But when you have to push it on other people and that's all you talk about and that's all you're told to talk about, that's when oh, it becomes yeah. a cult. Yeah. It's a cult. Like all the the uh the pyramid scheme stuff on yeah like every year i see like a couple people like oh i'm selling blah 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 and, like message me on how or like they'll hit you up like hey girl it hasn't been or it's been so yeah. long like, don't fucking talk to me <laughs> don't you talk to me <laughs> yeah. i got yeah i got that out of my system early mm -hmm. uh, my mom was in amway so oh. i knew about pyramid schemes from the beginning well not pyramid schemes but mlm yeah yeah i don't want to call everything a pyramid scheme because pyramid schemes are actually illegal this is part of their talking points too mm. when they when you <laughs> if you ever have someone go take you to an mlm meeting and it's like did you know that pyramid schemes are actually illegal so how could this be a pyramid scheme? oh lord okay <laughs> so it's not a pyramid scheme but uh yeah multi-level marketing um she's she was in amway so i already knew about that life mm -hmm. and then when i uh i went to one of those things it was actually i was tricked into going to one because he asked me out on a date oh no and i was so desperate <gasps> for love oh <gasps> i was 18 oh. um yeah and then immediately like we went to someone's he's like hey can we stop by my friend's like business uh launch business launch wow. that's what he called it um yeah he's launching a new business and i'm like okay i'm thinking it's like a restaurant or some like cool business thing yeah it, we end up going to some guy's living room <laughs> and they play a dvd <laughs> and then they um then there's a guy that's not his friend that's talking about what we just watched on the dvd and i was like this is amway and they're <laughs> like no it's not amway but, but this is like it's like Amway because my mom was in. And they're like, no, well, okay, it's similar to Amway, <laughs> wow. but it's not Amway at all. And then um, I ended up joining. Okay. <laughs> all 
All right. Uh, Nikki, I thought there was going to be a saving grace here. I thought, I well, thought that's the initial word. investment was too good to pass up. Oh, oh God. Okay, <laughs> they offered me such a deal. Okay. But I ended up making a, um, a good amount of money from the direct sales portion of it. And then I um, quit. Like I just did it to pay off to pay off my car, and then right. I then I quit. But I also thought it was so fascinating. I stayed to observe everyone, mm. and I got so much good material because there are all kinds of walks of life in that. And I really dedicated myself. Like I went to all I went to the national conventions, <gasps> the wow. ones that are in Oklahoma City. Like I I flew wow, I went fancy. to them because I wanted to see. I wanted to know. <laughs> I wanted to know what happened there, and right. I feel like I could write a whole show of it now. So wow. you know, experiences are interesting, but um. Would I would I become part of a cult? No, I could ex- I could see how people do though. Right? Yeah, they prey on the young, the the needy, mm-hmm. and and when you mm-hmm. hear people talk at these things, it's always like our house was going into foreclosure. Mm-hmm. We had no other way to make money, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is sad. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they prey on people that are in really desperate situations and yeah. then they appeal to you emotionally so that like it's like a yeah, I get that. I was there too. I'm just like you. Yeah. Look at me now. I Dude, look I, like I, this. My mom was also involved in a lot of those. Yeah. And so she would actually take me to some of these like meetings or whatever they call them and um I remember she was one in one called like Pre Primerica, 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 yeah, yeah. She was in that, and then I remember her saying in one of these get-togethers that she ended up saying like, "This is too good to be true." And then the guy was like, "You think this is too good to be true? Well, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. This is just good. It's not good, too good to be true." Or <laughs> it was just so corny that yeah. I'm like. I was looking at my mom like, are you falling for this? Yeah. But she was in it for some time. And I was just like, what the You know what's funny is that that MLM is what got me into reading books, though. And then I ended up loving reading books. All the books they recommended were so good. And then they wanted you to use those books to do well in the company. Like, you know, go after your dreams and like you can manifest anything you want. And like the secret and all that shit. And I I was like, well, but I've always wanted to be an actor. <laughs> and then I used that to just go to pursue acting. Right. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was very, it was an interesting experience. Yeah. And I don't recommend joining one, but interesting <laughs> for sure. I remember um, the, the, the one that tried to get me to join Landmark. Yeah. We were dating and like, it's a life coach thing. So like they teach you how to navigate through life with like this and that, whatever. And the thing that I hated most about it was whenever we got into an argument, instead of arguing normally, he'd be like, are you sure this is not just a defense mechanism that you're... And I'm like, Ooh. I will... F- like, over and over again, I'm like, I will fucking kill you right oh, now. Oh, God. Like, like <laughs> argue with me. But in his head, he's like, she doesn't get it she yet. Doesn't get I it. have to guide her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, in the in that thing, I, I remember... It was very like a an insider thing like oh they don't get like the normies uh, like, you know like yeah, yeah. they they don't know that they can go after their dreams like we have to tell them like that oh, kind of wow. there was a that lot of that culty. going on in in there very culty yeah it was yeah. very culty and if you weren't succeeding it was because you just like weren't believing in yourself or enough. investing enough yeah oh, right mm-hmm. you weren't doing enough um exposures right yeah so anyway, guys, that went into a cool tangent about pyramid <laughs> schemes, but that's a subject for another time. I hope you got a lot out of this and what 
what we fucked up on and would have yeah. changed if we were to go back into our 20s. Um, if you're in your 20s now, just invest, man. Invest in yourself, invest in your health, invest in your skincare, invest in your sleep, mm-hmm. but don't invest in your alcohol and don't invest oh, in right. expensive cars. In expensive cars. <laughs> yeah. Or like a lot of clothes that will go out of trend yeah. in, in a month or two. And get roommates. Yeah. Yeah. Good roommates. Good, good roommates. roommates. In a good in a nice environment. In a yeah. nice environment. But don't yeah. don't sacrifice safety and mental health just to save money. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, make sure you give us five stars. I heard yeah. that that is something you should splurge on doing. <laughs> yeah. And it's very it's free. free. It's, it's free. So free. splurge your free, free fingers onto clicking five stars. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we love you and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.